Quiet on the set. Action. everyone, and welcome to the Movie Machine Podcast, a show produced by Hot Chocolate Media, where we make up a movie really fast for you, based on a random suggestion from the internet. I am joined by three of the Hollywood elite. We have our writer, Laura Kanata, who is Vern Troyer's PA on Jack of All Trades. We have Kyle, our director, who was the third unit director on Tango and Cash. Tango? Cash. All right. And we have our producer, Ben Lifson, who was Mike Myers' hair and makeup on Cat in the Hat. Welcome, everyone. I still have nightmares. Every day. All right, here's your prompt. The theme of this story, romantic slice of life. The main characters, religious musician, and burnt out heir. The start of the story is revelation. The end of the story is flashback. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. This this sounds like a pure flicks kind of thing for me. <laughs> This, we got the religious musician, we got the beer, beer, burnt out air. So we're going to have a come to Jesus moment. That, so we're going to start with the revelation. And that's going to be this heir to this fortune. He's been selfish, he's been snobby, and he's been squandering all his money. And he's going to come to the realization that God wants him to do better with his life. And that he needs to give his money to the poor. And that's the revelation that he's going to have. And he's going to, and it's going to come about, we're going to find out why this rich, snobby heir is doing this. And we're going to flashback to when he meets this religious musician he falls in love with. And she is going to show him the light, so to speak. And so they're going to meet when he's at a charity function and she is playing for the charity function. And... He just is stunned by her beauty and her charisma. And he wants to get with her, but she's like, nah, I don't get with people who don't do Jesus. It's just not my thing. And so he tries to do all these different things to win her over. And it isn't until he comes to the room that he's going to give away all his money. That then that's how we end the story. Let's see. His name is going to be Richard Spirit. And there to the, the spirit fireworks. Company. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Fireworks, really? <laughs> There's a fortune to be made in fireworks. Yes, there is. It's the only, or I guess maybe the spirit Halloween stores. <laughs> trying to think of like businesses. And um, her name is going to be Sonia. I don't have a last name, but her name is going to be Sonia. And I envision she, she's an African American gospel singer. Very, I know it's her stereotypical, but. This, this, this is my story. I've, I've been searching my whole life to write this story. And that's what I'm going to do. All right. Do you have a title for this movie? Yeah. Coming to Jesus. All right. So, Kyle, you've got the first draft for Coming to Jesus on your desk. Got uh, a burnt-out heir to either fireworks or Halloween stores, falling in love with a beautiful gospel musician. 
marketed towards uh, the Pure Flix crowd, which is like Netflix, but everything is PG. That is literally the first time I've ever heard that. Yeah. Like, that's all news to me. It's real. <clears throat> oh, it sounds terrible. Like, yeah. literally, it sounds like something I'd rather stab myself in the knee with, like, knives than watch that shit. So, <laughs> how are we going to make this movie? What do you think? Um, oh, Pure Flix, I mean, I guess a paycheck's a paycheck, right? Yeah. Um, so... We want someone who's lost and finds a net, like what was it Richard Spirit and yeah. some Dick Spirit. So we're going let's let's make this like people really love Jesus. Let's make this movie about loving Jesus. If you know what I mean, like especially with a title like coming to Jesus. Let's let's people always have that metaphor about having a relationship with Christ. Let's make that relationship go all the way to home plate, if you know what I mean. Let's 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 have this whole thing about about uh, our, our gospel singer leading leading our main character to literally being able to do it with God. Let's let's have some existential scene at the end where our main character ascends the stairs of heaven and he enters God's boudoir and they just get it on. And, like, we won't show anything because it's pure flicks. But, I mean, there's nothing holier than just, like, sitting down and letting God give you a hot Carl. I mean, I mean, that's, like, like that's just how much closer that can you get to God than sharing such an act with him? Uh, just, you know, for people who are listening, and uh, it's not going to get any better. Uh, because of our premise of this thing, though, to, to attract the pure flicks crowd, we have to have... A cast they recognize and, and someone that is wholesome. So for a gospel singer and cast Jennifer Hudson, because she, she has a, we know she can sing. She's got acting chops and everything. And for a clueless heir who, who wants to find God and, and fuck him, who else has better played godlike beings and also has some musical talent himself? The guy's got a band, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is going to play Dick Spirit. In The Matrix, he became God. And now in this movie, he's going to come on, God. <laughs> Keanu's really going to... He's really up to this. He's got a full method. He's uh, He's gotten one of those anime pillows. You know, the big full-body anime pillows with the likeness of Christ on it. And he's just, you know, doing it like he is. He's a pro. He's spending all kinds of time training like he did for John Wick. But this time he's just doing it so he can do some Jesus bone town. That's what I got. All right, so Ben, you've got two very different drafts for the same movie, Coming to Jesus. Uh, what do you think? Is, is this movie going to happen? or? So uh, I read the first script, B-O-R-I-N-G, which spells boring. Second script. I looked at it. I read it. I, I took my glasses off very slowly, put them back on, read it again. I'm appalled. I'm offended. I'm shocked. And that's how we're going to make our money here, okay? <laughs> so first off, now we got to play this right because we are going to get some serious hate for this. So first off, but I want to get the maximum hate we could possibly get because hate equals revenue, okay? So first off, we're going to be very secretive uh, and everyone's going to sign NDAs about what this movie is. We're going to really pitch this as a really family-friendly movie. We're going to oh. edit the, the trailers to try to get... You know, you know, like the really religious, really pure, the grandma crowd, the, you know, family. Try to get the whole family in there, like for Sunday sort of thing. Pack those cedars or or whatever. We can, I don't know if we'll even be able to get the theaters, honestly. But, you know, we want to make people think that this is going to be 
very pure, very family-friendly, bring the kids. And then we unload some truth on them with <laughs> coming to Jesus. Yeah, there's going to be some unloading, all right? Yeah. Now, so first off, we will get the shock from the maximum shock because these religious, all these people in the know will be, you know, praising this movie, going up to it, very excited about it. And then they'll have to give their reactions to it. Firestorm, everyone's going to hear about it. Everyone's going to go see it. There's going to be debates about it. People are going to be fighting, arguing about this movie. People want to take it off. That's going to get more people to see it. Um, oh, by the way, uh, we also should all change our names just to be safe here um, because there will be lynch mobs. Okay. Uh, total figurative and possibly literal. Keanu Reeves, he can handle the hate, so he should be okay. Once the shock of that settles down and um, I think... I'm going to hang out in Sweden for a couple of years, and then when I get back, I'll be able to get the revenue back. You know, just get myself off the grid. I think, you know, you were talking about we don't show anything. I think that's just that's just taking the coward's way out, okay? Why don't we take a risk here, okay? Let's go full on this. You know, we'll even get a non-rating, a non-rated version, but we'll explain that it was not rated because of um, it's so wholesome that you know we'll, we'll spin i'll we'll get a spin doctor okay we're gonna get this in theaters people are gonna think that they're what they're seeing and you know they're just gonna get they're coming for one thing and they're getting another if you know what i mean there if you know what i mean there i'm gonna there's no one i can nudge the ribs but you know if you know what i mean there yeah so yeah i would everyone should purchase a gun while we're making this film just in case and let's let's do this let's make history you have a budget for this you know what i think I'm going to say 100 mil. Half of it, most of it's going to go to advertising, though, because I really want people to go see this movie beforehand. I don't think we need a huge budget for the rest of it. Um, you know, why don't we just do let them go all natural? Like, do we have to choreograph it all? Just get these two, Keanu Reeves and... Uh, we need to cast Jesus. I'll, well, I'll yeah. fix it. Yeah, get them together and just see what happens. All right, so Laura, you have the uh, revisions from the studio uh, and Keanu Reeves and Jennifer Hudson attached to your, your script. Uh, seems to have gotten a lot more perverted and uh, showcased some wickedness that wasn't in the original draft. What do you think? Where do you go from here? Well, growing up a good Christian girl, I've always wondered, you know, what God was like and what God wanted for me. And then now I turned into the to the Hollywood life. And there's been drugs, and there's been sex, and there's been all these things, and I think my eyes are open. So normally I would go against this 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 new idea because it, it's, it's not the story that I was told. It's not the story that I wanted to tell. It, it doesn't resonate with my spirit. But the more I listen, and I looked up this this hot Carl thing, and the, the more my eyes have been opened, and the more I feel that this is this is what God wants. God wants to touch each and every one of us. So I'm gonna write this story, but I still think the religious gospel singer who leads him to Jesus needs needs to be a part of this story. So what I she needs more of a role. And so it's not just Keanu Reeves and God. This is going to be a threesome with Jennifer Hudson, Keanu Reeves, and Jesus. Or God. Well, technically they're one and the same if you follow the Bible. So, so she's We're going to... We're following the Bible very closely here. She's going to lead him by showing him how to love God. And then he's going to be watching this and then decide to join in. 
because this is how you come to Jesus. Um, I think he's done it. I know I'm not the director, so I don't want to presume to take the director's role, but I do know that Jim Caviezel has played Convincing Jesus before in the, in the Passion, and I think he really likes that role, so I'm just throwing that out there as a suggestion. I'm, that's what I have in mind. The director can pick, but that's, that's what I have in mind. So, um, I love the idea of casting Jim Caviezel as Christ or Jesus. Fortunately, who knew we had standards? But, you know who else has played a Jesus in a movie? John Turturro and The Big Lebowski. <laughs> Nobody fucks with the Jesus, the famous line. So we're gonna cast now they do. Yeah, now they literally can fuck with the Jesus. I think Big Lebowski fans will appeal. Oh, and for your marketing campaign, I just want to throw this out to you. Your tagline, Christ gets nailed again. <laughs> that's all yours. You can have it. Yeah, take notes. That's it. That's my, like You can have that as my gift as the director to you. I didn't realize I was going to get notes from a studio wanting a more detailed sex scene with Dick Spirit and Jesus. I was just going to have him walk into a boudoir and Jesus just say, sit down, my child, and then cut. I was going to keep the, the clean flicks or whatever they call that. Pure freaking pure, Oh, God, this is worse. <laughs> Ugh. I don't know if how if we can get a hot Carl scene past the the censors. Cause you leave that to me. It's, it's, um, well, it involves poo. So, I mean, yeah. We can get Jennifer Hudson in on the sex scene, too. Um, well, I don't, would Christ, well, actually, Christ is including of all. I mean, would Christ be into a interracial threesome and i guess the answer is what you're saying is is yes and just so we know so the audience is clear so according to the urban dictionary this is a hot carl it's better, it's better not knowing really no you sure <laughs> yeah i mean it gets really detailed like like spoilers. you can use this as notes this is right from the Kyle, script spoilers all right let's just say it involves saran wrap and let your imagination run wild so i you know, filming these scenes was really hard. Like, Keanu, Keanu was having a real hard time because he's like, you think people are going to buy, like, the corporal form of Christ doing these things? I think, well, I mean, here's the thing. Anyone who challenges you, you can just say, well, you must not love Christ as much as me because I gave Christ a rusty trombone. And nothing says love for Christ like giving him the old rusty trombone or the Donkey Punch, or the Cleveland Steamer, or the Simba, or the Spider-Man, or the Eiffel Tower, or the Hobo Seesaw, and the various other things that we can do. I've had a lot of fun on Urban Dictionary making this film, and I think the lesson learned goes, once you go down the hole, intentional, of Urban Dictionary, you found yourself a winner. All right, so Ben, I've uh, doubled down on the... Uh, explicit nature of the film. They're on track to do everything that you had set out to do. What do you think? Oh, so first off, my name is no longer Ben. Uh, it is Ricardo D. Rondelbaum. Uh, that is uh, how I shall be addressed from now on. Um, and I, sh as I am now living in New Zealand. Uh, I love what you're doing right now. Um, I've actually, most of my attention's been on the post-production side of things. You know, I've kind of been letting you do your own thing. It turns out that Pureflix wants to actually see the movie before they post it. So a way to get around that is, and it is highly illegal, but you know, we're getting controversy anyway, so whatever. So I'm allocating another 50 million to make a whole different fake movie that we're gonna show them. <laughs> and then at the last second, we're gonna switch the files. Uh, you guys don't need to worry about this. You know, it's gonna be pretty easy to film. We're just gonna 
be filming it, you know, in just like in a weekend. We'll, you know, use one house and it's about someone coming to Jesus, realizing the error of their ways and giving their money away. Okay. Put a lot of good morals, good messages in it. And then five minutes before it posts, I'm going to sneak in. I'm going to pretend to be a janitor and just uh, switch some of the files around. We'll have that. And even if they take it down, it's someone's going to archive it. So it's going to be out there. Now, your note about the tagline being Jesus gets nailed again. The slight problem is I think that gives away our secret meaning here. So I've decided I'm going to do a uh, sort of a double meaning here where it takes on a new meaning the second time you hear it once you know. So uh, the tagline is going to be, the final nail is mankind. First time you hear that, you think about we as humans are responsible for the sin of Christ. Second time, it's, oh no. It's literally the final nail. Yeah, exactly. As a sexual act. Right, exactly. Is a human. Right. Also, you know what? Funny is a thing that, that that John Turturro said, like, in one of the scenes. Also, you know what? You, ha- you talk about a three-way, like, why stop there? Why can't we get the Holy Ghost in there? Okay. I know we'll need some CGI for him. Well, it, well, it really depends on what branch of Christianity. Oh, some, you're right. You know, those are three separate entities, but all the same, they're all one okay. at the same time. So with you know John Turturro, all three of the, you know what, the Holy actually, Trinity, or are they separate, all doing various sexual stimulations and dicks? You know what? Let, let, let's play it safe, okay? Let's let's not bring in the Holy Ghost. We don't want to offend people who have different interpretations of what that and, represents. And, and, and we don't want to do the whole father-son thing because right. incest porn. Okay. So yeah, uh, those are my final notes from me, Ricardo, the Rondelbon. Um, <laughs> I am loading up my shotgun on New Zealand, and you should hear from me in three months. Or the next round, whichever comes first. Okay. <laughs> so I'm plugging all of the data into the movie machine for Coming to Jesus. Uh, and I'm going to pull the lever, which sounds like church bells and crying. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> do I need to say anything? Like, you guys already know what's coming, right? It's Jesus. Uh, <laughs> so, you guys are so fucking pleased with yourselves. <laughs> yeah. Let's be professional. I said here, okay? guys. Let's be professional. I wrote a <coughs> movie that, um,. What's his name? So that's what I kept saying on set. <laughs> Let's keep being professional. What's his name? Hercules. This is a good movie that Hercules would watch. Kevin Sorbo? Yes, I wrote a good yeah. movie for Kevin Sorbo. Yeah. Uh, so it got changed. Proceed. So this movie has some unintended effects. Overall... What? It's kind of... It's actually kind of unnoticed. Like... There are some, like, militant atheists who, like, love this as a a propaganda film. (laughs) There are, like, some Christians who, like, shout it down. But, you know, overall, there's been, like, you know, irreverent religious shit before. And it mostly just kind of blows over. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) So, what basically happens is that it comes out, there's a brief controversy, and then nobody gives a shit anymore. So, you kind of end up in, like, the the Uva-Bull territory, where it's like... Yeah, someone was pissed at them for a while, and then now they're just forgotten and sad. <laughs> so, it's... You don't make your money back. Pull a funny trick on Pure Flicks, and some atheists will think that's pretty great. You guys didn't make a great film, so it doesn't really also get other distribution. You're kind of just in limbo with that. Um, there's a few 
public Christians in the like, Kevin Sorbo area or like the Dean Kane area who say something nasty about you on Twitter, but wh- whatever. So basically, your, your <clears throat> film is, is largely overlooked and the controversy is basically minimal. So After I sold use, all my possessions. So you, you can use this movie machine to travel back and try and reset some of the things you've done, or you can call it art and let it be. So, starting with our writer, Laura, uh, you'll have a couple minutes to make any last-minute changes, or uh, just let it go. Well, I'm definitely changing my name. I'm not allowed home anymore. I've been excommunicated from the family. I would like to say that I regret it, but I regret nothing. I really, in this experience, think I've become closer to God through this. And to change it, not only be untrue to myself, but it would be untrue to God. Isn't that the greatest sin of all? So that's that's all I have to say. All right. So Kyle, anything that you would change? So so I've taken all the footage, and did you know that despite the final cut of this only being 91 minutes long, I have over three hours of Keanu Reeves, John Turturro, God on Dick Spirit sex scenes. And awkward, and then I thought, well, they want to just have sex all the time. You know, Jesus is, is like, is a spiritual dude, right? So th- they actually go on dates and stuff, and I filmed a whole bunch of that, and it all hit the cutting room floor. But what I've, I've managed to do is I've sold all the footage and edited together to Adult Swim, and, and we've rebranded it as a 15-minute show about Jesus going on dates. And then every episode ends with a... Very, it's it's basically uh, one reviewer calls it Christ's guide to the urban dictionary. It's basically like every episode is named after whatever sex act in the urban dictionary was filmed that particular day on set. But it all ends up with one of the various, you know, they go on a picnic and then, as for said before, a hot Carl. And then, you know, and various other things. And people find it very funny and informative because... As we know, you know, in current climate, like all funding for sex education is going to be gone soon. So I'm hoping that through my selfless act of, of sharing this show and this movie with people, that I will educate the public that there is a lot more to sex than the missionary position and bird stuff. Bricks. And I hope that's a lasting contribution. All right. So, Ben, uh, any last minute changes for you? I'm reminded of the scene from the producers where after realizing that this springtime for Hitler was a success. I asked, where did I go right? At what what more did I have to do to get people angry to see this movie? What more did I have to do? I ask, what are we willing to put up with? Where does the threshold lie? Has the goalpost been moved? Was the goalpost never really there? When you have a movie literally called Coming to Jesus, after we tricked Pure Flicks to showing that movie to families and children, and they forget about it. Is there really any point? Why do we make movies? <laughs> to be, get an impact, for people to remember you. I made this movie, and it's been forgotten. I'd like to be more outrageous, but then I think we'd be losing what made the original film so great. Because despite all of its sacrilegiousness and perversiveness and complete disregard of any religiousness whatsoever, this was a love story, a story about a man and a gospel singer who understood that loving Jesus is more than just saying, oh, I love God. It's something you have to live through your actions and deeds. 
And if that kind of message doesn't resonate with our cynical culture anymore, then perhaps they don't deserve movies. And I still can't change my name from Ricardo. It turns out it's a really long process to change your name back. All right. So, Ben, you you leave this, like, impassioned blog post on your, your blog before retreating, and you, after your, you know, time away in Sweden for several years, you come back and log in for the first time, and there's hundreds and thousands of uh, atheists from the American Atheist Association who are just, like, in love with your words. So you get this, like, weird cult following of uh, atheists who want to, you know, make more wild and unchained movies. So you do actually get the opportunity to work again, even if it is as Ricardo. And the the idea of that happening does generate some controversy from pure flicks who protest you getting to work again. Uh, <laughs> but people forget yeah. they exist once again, and it exactly. doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> right. But again, Pure Felix has no authority, because they're basically the worst. Laura, you... You're going to offend someone if you keep talking like that, Jacob. <laughs> uh, Laura, you, you continue to live your dreams and write all kinds of things, some of which is made and some of which is not. So... You, you get to continue to work. Kyle, you, you get hired on by Adult Swim as, like, a script doctor. So you get to do basically whatever you want. Keanu Reeves just stops doing, like, regular movies and just does exclusively porn now. So I found out that he really likes it. Well, I mean, he, he had a cock sock on the whole time. There was no actual penetration. That's why the movie failed. Like, like we're very strictly a cock sock, and all the cocks in the movie were actually green screen. We, like, had a little green screen phallic thing, and we green screened in cock and balls for every shot. Like, because I didn't want any actual penetration. I didn't want the actors to do anything that was uncomfortable. And you can't show penetration in a film anyway. Like, it was, it was strictly softcore to... Just an R-rated 80s film with lots of tits and ass. Let's be fair, it was mostly ass, and it was mostly Keanu Reeves' ass. But, hey man, for a 50-year-old, he's got a sweet ass. All right, folks, that's going to do it for <laughs> us. Left it on that. Okay. So, left it on that. Thank you for those who haven't unsubscribed to the Movie Machine Podcast. So we're going to leave you with a quote of wisdom from our patron saint, Guy Fieri. I got some tools out in the Camaro.